Hello, friends. Welcome to Respawn Aimfire Review slash Preview. Uh, early access, so counts as a preview. But today, I'm going to be reviewing slash talking about Sanctuary Saga. It is a game that is on uh, Steam Early Access. Um, and I'm going to talk about some of the features. It's really cool, really interesting, and I think that you might enjoy it. If any of these things I'm about to say interest you, let me know. I'm going to talk regardless, but we're going to have to do this. Uh, so, Sanctuary Saga is a game. It is a top-down turn-based RPG. It has roguelike elements. Um, and you basically... So I'm going to read specifically about the game, right? Uh, you play a six unique... And for the video version, we've got gameplay in the corner of me doing a run through Sanctuary Saga. So that might help you have that visual aid. Um, so you play as six unique heroes with their own skills and abilities. And basically, so it's it's a roguelike. You have your squad of six people, um, and you can have four out at a time, and everyone has their own abilities and stuff. And the idea is that you're going into the wilderness to explore and, like, expand. Um, and it's a row-based combat system. So you have four rows, and based on your positioning, you can attack the enemies on the other rows, and you can only use certain abilities based on the row you're in. So it's about management, moving my people here and there, moving their people here and there, and keeping everybody alive and going. When um, you say rows, you mean like 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 front and back row, similar in JRPGs where like the people in the front row will do like more damage with melee weapons, people in the back row yes. have higher defense, that kind of thing. This game is extremely JRPG inspired. Gotcha. Just like the look and the way it runs like yeah, it looks almost exactly a, like Chrono Trigger. Yeah, combat's on a timeline. There's four rows. You got to put everyone in their grid and they can do certain things based on that. Uh, it's very much inspired by that. Um, let's see. So, about this game. Gather your guild and explore the world of the Untamed Wilds and Sanctuary Saga, a roguelike turn-based RPG where maintaining relationships with your team is key to survival. <gasps> Ooh. Uh, explore four unique biomes, face enemies in tactical row-based battles, and build and maintain friendships with your guild to complete your quest. Um, so yeah, like I said, turn-based combat, it's got the timeline thing at the top, things based on rows. There's also an interesting thing here, again, abilities and stuff. So there's a character who's like, uh, has like an archer and a spear. So I like to sit her back on the second or third row because she has an archer ability that shoots random enemies that are also on the back rows. So it's like, keep her back, let her shoot her arrows. But if I need that spear up front, I bring her up front. Um, there's also an interesting, um, mechanic in here, which is, oh, what is it called? Um... Give me one second. I think it's called aggression or, or something like that. I'll look for it as Agro? I'm going through here. Aggro, aggression, something like that. Basically, your party, you know, they get hit whenever things happen, you know, while you're playing the game. They can get angry and get upset. And the higher their aggression or their anger is, the more likely they are to not do stuff. So I'm like, all right, my frontline guy, he's a dwarf. And I was like, all right, you're the big beefy dude. Put the big beefy boy up front. But he gets his anger goes up really, really quick. And then he'll just be like, I'm not gonna attack this turn. Like he just he argues with his teammates instead of doing a turn. Like, oh no. So I've got to maintain these relationships and and fight these guys as again, we're going through a roguelike kind of a thing. That's like that when Charizard is loping argument around. Argument meter. Excuse me. It's argument meter. Oh, okay. Go ahead and say what you're saying there. Uh I was gonna say that sounds like it's kind of annoying in the moment. Chad, you were just about to mention that it's kind of like how in Pokemon, Pokemon will loaf around if they're like too high a level for you. I mean, that kind of reminds me of that, but am I mistaken? Um, it can be. It's not a huge issue. It's more of, again, like building relationships and stuff. Like it can be an issue, but I have a specific character. I believe it's called an orator who can heal 
but also has the ability to, so it's like, all right, I'll low, I'll lower this person's argument meter, but then they also get a boost to attack. So it's like your healers are more than just, let me hit the button to heal. It's let me heal and then also buff and then also manage this other little bar down here. So it gives a little more depth to my healer instead of just heal over and over and over and over again. Is that deal that? Okay. Um, yeah. Let me see. Uh, so I've got a bunch of notes. If anyone has any questions, throw them at me as I'm talking, because I'll just be talking. Um, let's see. We talked about the combat. Da, da, da. <laughs> these are so funny. So the way that leveling works up again, you're doing these, um, doing these missions, going out, coming back with materials. So it's all about killing enemies. It's like, all right, I killed a spider, so I get leather and rope or whatever. And your level up is specifically based on your equipment. So it's like, I need to go out, kill a, a bunch of things and come back, level up, new people show up in your caravan. And it's, it's just like you're building up like an exploring, you know, guild. And you keep going out and you keep doing more missions and leveling up and uh, and doing all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's a, it, being mm -hmm. a, a roguelike game, is it, do you get to choose your four characters in your guild that you're traveling out with? Or is it like randomly assigned? Is it, how, how, no. how do you make those up every single time that you die? Yeah, so there's a menu. Um, so you you pick a mission. They're like, hey, here's two missions. And like, this person is going to like this mission. This person is going to like this mission. So you get to pick like, oh, who do I care about their feelings? Um, and you go out and all of your characters are available at any moment. You just have to go to a pause menu, switch them out, put them in what order and you know, like the rows in the formation you want to. So basically, I can do a battle. Like, oh, this guy's a little angry. I'm going to put him on the sideline and bring up this other person so that they can do the battle for me the next time. And then you can switch them out willy-nilly as much as you want to and uh, build your characters up in relationship, relationships that way as well. Um, uh, yeah, I like the combat a lot. I'll say, you've seen the video. I really enjoy it. I'm not a super huge JRPG guy. Once in a while, I'll play one and it's like, oh yeah, timelines and, and rows. I'm all about that nerdy <laughs> stuff. So uh, I was really, really into it. Um, the one thing that I have that's a negative that I can think of at the moment is that Again, so I believe it's like procedurally generated levels. You know, you're going through levels like, oh, this is the forest biome and it's a new level every time you go through. They do have these uh, puzzles, which to me, I'm a smart guy, right? There's no two ways about it. There do, are some do, obscure... do, 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 do. Smart guy. Uh, there are some <laughs> obscure puzzles in this. I had a puzzle where I went into a room. Um, I was like in a dungeon and you had to like push boulders. Um, in like arena, like you push it and it goes all the way to wherever to that side. And you had to basically put two boulders next to each other so you could push one up to like land on the lever platform to whatever, you know, you know how pushing boulders works. Yeah, it's a, it's a very common, like, you know, Zelda dungeon type puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to do that so many times. I did it about 10 times. I had to basically you do it. It's like, oh, I failed. I'm stuck. I have to walk all the way out of the room, come all the way back in the room and reset it. I basically just like, I guess it's just trial and error, but I was like, man, there's a, a lot of pushing this boulder around to get this switch <laughs> to go down. And uh, there's also, I had another one where it was like, it didn't make any sense to me. It was like, hey, um, what was this one? I was in this cave and it's like, you had to blow up these things of dynamite. So, oh, you blew up one. Good. The path has been cleared. All right. Did another one. Path, path has been cleared. Could not find this path, quote unquote. I was like, where did the dynamite blow up? 
I eventually went and had a boss battle, which is pretty cool. I had to fight two bears and they have a lot more HP and there, there's different strategies for that. And then just on the side, randomly in a crack in the wall, I was supposed to be able to walk through it. I was like, I, I literally walked around for 10 minutes. I'm like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. And I eventually just ran into it. So I don't know if that's the procedural generation of it or what it is, but I'm like, this is obtuse. Like, how am I supposed to know to walk through a crack in the wall? Because I hit two things of dynamite. Weird. Interesting. That's, that's why I that, hate it, it seems true 16-bit generation game. Like that's those are my frustrations with Super Metroid, with Zelda Link to the Past. <laughs> it's just like mm-hmm. all of these obscure things that you're just supposed to know. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious, yeah. Adam. As the, you know, one guy on this podcast that I think has been more critical of the stories of a lot of the games that we've played as of recent, especially Japanese made games. How did you feel about the story of this particular title? The story is interesting. Um, it seems story light. It seems more run based at the beginning. So I did a tutorial and it was like, hey, we're coming to this new land. We're setting it up. I had my cast of characters. I'm like, cool, awesome. I went through it and then it was like, oh, hey, here's the dude who just killed my whole party. I was like, what? Everyone's dead. And then it started the story as if you didn't do the tutorial where it's like, hey, we're getting on a ship. It's like 10 years later. Hey, we're this brother and sister getting on a ship to go explore the new world. So at the beginning, there's a little bit maybe like 10 minutes worth of story. There's dialogue throughout the game, um, but it's basically just like go explore and build up your guild. There's not like a lot of, oh, we got to get the the diamond to power the the, the sanctuary saga. Um, again, as far as I've seen, <laughs> it is still early access, so maybe there will be updates to add more story stuff. But right now it seems primarily based on, there's a little bit of story, but go out and do these runs, do the gameplay. It seems to be the the priority at the moment. And I am curious uh, to double back to something that you brought up uh, at the beginning of this mini episode. Uh, you can like increase your relationship with some of your companions. Uh, do some of those relationships go places? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Can you smooch? I'm not sure yet. And if, by the way, if the developers are listening, let's make that a thing. <laughs> I would Ooh. love it. This game did just come to Real Access like a week ago. So mm-hmm. maybe that stuff isn't in there yet. Again, I didn't see that specifically. There was, you know, more uh, statistical bonuses for the relationship stuff. Um, but if they're smooching in the future, I'm not going to be against it. Everyone knows that. That'd be great. But again, at, at the moment, it seems like you've got some a good base here. I like the idea of this, but there's not like a ton of, as in story or characters. Again, there's talky-talky, but it's... Uh, it's actually like as you level up, like I said, more people come to the base and more story seems to go through there. So it's like uh, I've got a character who's like a uh, like a priest archetype or whatever, and I, I upgrade him to level two. And it's like, oh, this other guy from the far off land just showed up at the base now. And then it's like, oh, now there's more dialogue options, another character, more people to deal with. I actually met a random dude out in the wild. He's like, I'm paladin. I'll go back to your camp. And so now he's in my camp. So maybe that stuff evolves as it goes on. Um, I think it's the seeds are there. I just got to see that that big fruit bush come up the seeds are there wink 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 yeah fruit bush everyone's favorite fruit bush <laughs> sanctuary saga famous for fruit bushes uh but yeah that's uh that's basically my ideas again i played it for mm, about five or six hours had a good time doing some runs i want to see them continue to make it again if you like the snes era you love that again like chess like chrono trigger if you like that jrpg this is just like do that and progress that is that is the video game at the moment so i would say it's pretty cool if you're into that kind of a thing a little light on story and other things at the moment but i guess we'll see as uh, as things progress you said so. early access on it's on steam do we know do we have like estimated platforms or release dates for it 
Uh, not so sure yet as I Google furiously. <laughs> um, yeah, again, I, I'm a big PC dude, so I just play all my stuff there. Um, no, at the moment, it seems to just be only on, uh, on PC and Steam. But again, it's a game that I feel like would work great on Switch or, or any other system. I guess it'll just, once it's at early access time, we'll tell. Dope. Very good. All right. Uh, yeah, it's just on PC. I just double checked that. All right, cool. But the, yeah, that's it for the moment. Thank you for listening to this RAF review. Um, leave comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Listen to the podcast. Uh, Respawn Aim Fire. Uh, Chad, leave us out of here. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just talking. Zoom, zoom, zoom.